Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Knowledge Group Podcast, where we're taking a forward look at what speakers are covering at our events. Turning our attention this time to our upcoming live event on lender liability in commercial and residential foreclosures and under the Perishable Agricultural Commodities Act. Going live with the event Wednesday, October 16th, between 3pm and 5pm Eastern Standard Time, we're going to hear from a panel composed of Jeffrey Milne, a managing litigation partner at McCalla, Ramia, Libet and Pierce LLC. Tim Henkel will be our second speaker, a partner at Henkel & Cohen PA. Information about them and their full agenda will be found in the description box down below, along with the code PODCAST25. When used at the checkout, that code gets you 25% off that very first webcast registration. Let's turn over to the panel now. My name is Jeff Milne. I'm the managing litigation partner in Connecticut for McCalla, Raymer, Liebert, and Pierce, and we are a 10-state uh, litigation firm uh, practicing in the, in the uh, creditor's rights area. This webinar will assist in-house counsel and private practitioners in defeating cases and minimizing exposure in their files. Uh, we will be discussing federal court jurisdiction, proof of debt and business record issues. We will address the First Circuit Court of Appeals decision written by retired Supreme Court Justice David Souter addressing the admissibility of debt records under Federal Rule of Evidence 8036 and the impact of this decision on admissibility issues in state court. We will address strategies for defending claims against financial institutions, including the use of removal rights, the Rooker-Feldman Doctrine, and the Anti-Injunction Act. We will also address Spokio, standing and damages under federal causes of action, and a review of case law in which claims have been dismissed on Spokio grounds. Uh, the event will also include prosecuting mortgage foreclosures in federal court, diversity jurisdiction to foreclose a mortgage and a review of case law on standing involving a mortgage-backed security. We will also address state mandatory mediation procedures and the impact on federal jurisdiction, as well as federal appeals and stay issues. We will also address preserving set-off rights in bankruptcy on discharge debts against affirmative claims, loss mitigation litigation, including the Connecticut Supreme Court decision in U.S. Bank versus Blowers, consumer fee applications under state law, and the Truth in Lending Act after the Jezinoski case. We look forward to your participation. Good day. My name is Tim Hinkle. I'm a partner at the Miami, Florida law firm of Hinkle & Cohen. Our law firm does commercial litigation, uh, business law matters. Uh, we also handle intellectual property, and we do a substantial practice representing companies in the U.S. produce industry. Um, I have represented marketing companies, growers, and other companies in the produce industry uh, in the United States for approximately 25 years. My topic generally is the Perishable Agricultural Commodities Act, uh, known as PACA, which is a federal law uh, passed by Congress with regulations promulgated by the U.S. Department of Agriculture. Uh, specifically, I will be discussing lender liability under the PACA trust provisions of this important federal law. Uh, any financial institution that does business, makes loans to, provides factoring services, or even serves as a depository institution with a company that buys perishable fruits and vegetables on credit needs to be aware of the PACA generally and the operation of the PACA trust. In general, the Packer Trust provides that any unpaid produce seller will have the priority over lenders, including even secured lenders, 
in the asset of a produce buyer who purchases produce but does not timely pay the seller therefore. Uh, lenders can be faced with substantial liability if the PICA trust is violated by their customer. Lenders can lose secured position on accounts receivable and essentially all of the assets of the produce buyer who is the customer of the bank, including even real estate, if it is purchased with the proceeds from the sale of the produce. If the lender is shown to have been aware that the customer was in financial trouble or was not timely paying produce suppliers, the lender can be forced to return payments it received from the produce buyer, which is its customer, including payments on loans. So the liability can be significant and can include default interest, court cost, and attorney's fees under certain circumstances in terms of the total liability exposure of the bank. These disputes can also come up quite suddenly, often in the context of a newly filed federal packet trust lawsuit and a very quick motion for temporary re restraining order, and known as a TRO, at the beginning of the litigation that can essentially freeze the assets of the produce company, and, which is the bank's customer. Uh, in passing the packet trust provisions, the legislative history indicates that Congress expected banks and lenders to become acquainted with the PACA trust and how it operates and to govern their conduct, uh, their, their conduct and business relationships with their customers accordingly. Unfortunately, I have seen in my practice over uh, many years that many institutions, both small state-chartered institutions as well as even national banks, do not have familiarity with PACA trust and how it works. So in my discussion, I will be we reviewing the general nature of the PACA trust, how it's created, and how unpaid sellers can qualify as beneficiaries of the PACA trust. I will then discuss the context in which the PACA trust can impact a lender and when banks need to be aware that the PACA trust is a consideration in making lending decisions. I will review the theories of liability by unpaid produce suppliers who are the beneficiaries of the PACA trust against banks. I will also review the defenses to liability, including the most important, the bona fide purchaser defense. Finally, I will give some practical advice on how to effectively deal with the PACA trust, both before and after a PACA trust issue arises. I look forward to helping all the banks that uh, participate in the program uh, come to uh, get some additional information about the PACA trust and understanding the uh, significant liability and potential uh, significance and importance of understanding this uh, area of law to your business. Thank you. Thanks everyone for listening to this episode of the Knowledge Group podcast. Don't forget more information about our panel, the full agenda and how to sign up and listen to the event all found in the description box down below. You'll also find the code PODCAST25 when used at checkout, that code gets you 25% off that very first webcast registration. We look forward to seeing you up to October 16th, and until then, take care. Bye for now.